When people think of a Wisconsin State Fair and they think of the food at Wisconsin State Fair, a lot of folks think of the cream puff. It is an icon of a Wisconsin State Fair, and it has been for decades. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report, and I am speaking with Colton Greeby. He is running the cream puff side of things here at the Wisconsin State Fair, and he's had some experience with the cream puffs and with baking in general for a number of years. Colton, can you tell us about your start and what inspired you to get involved with baking and also working on the cream puff here at the State Fair? So it's it's really a beautiful thing. When I think of the State Fair, I think of cream puffs, you know, obviously it's all based on tradition. You know, that there's a tradition of cream puffs that's been going on. In fact, we're in our 99th year this year of making cream puffs. And and what's what's really beautiful about it is that my family, you know, my, my brother and I, we run the cream puffs here. I, I'm the production director. But what's really cool is you really have two strong traditions coming together. So you have what I call, you know, the tradition of baking is through the Wisconsin Bakers Association. So, you know, my grandpa was the president. My dad was the president of WBA. My brother's been on the WBA. I helped start the Wisconsin Bakers Foundation. So we're really, really entrenched in the baking side of things. You know, a lot of us bakers, we like to say that Wisconsin is the bakery belt. It, it really started with the tradition of Germans coming over here, the Wisconsin area, and settling down here. And just like my fam, what they brought with them was a rich uh, tradition of just not just baking but also candy making, believe it or not. So, you know, it's it's in our blood, the baking side of things. But also maybe what a lot of people don't know is we are also heavily involved in the fair. So I, I think the last time we looked at it, I think our family's been involved for 50 plus years at the fair here. So, you know, we have this baking family, we have this fair family, and uh, we just, we're so grateful to be operating down here at the state fair. It really, truly is, you know, a family atmosphere, not just because families come down here to the fair, but most importantly, it's because the people that work here, this is our fair family. I mean, when you have people getting tattoos of the fair put on their arms and it's, it's really a fun thing. So for me to get involved on both what I was born to do, which is baking and get involved and and tie that in with the family side from the state fair. It just, it was a perfect fit. 99 years is a significant number. And people think of what the cream puff was 99 years ago to what it is today. Has a whole lot changed or has that recipe been pretty consistent over time? And what is that recipe? Yeah, well, you know, I can't give out too many secrets with that, but really the beautiful thing here is that When you're working with basic ingredients, I always say with bakers, you know, we're all kind of using the same stuff. It's all how you use it. And that's the side of why I always talk about the love that we put in our ingredients. Obviously, I can't declare love as being an ingredient. I wish I could, but it really comes down to the love portion of it. And there's no secret to to a cream puff, you know, so really you break it down. It's comprised of two parts. And what's really fascinating about those two parts, if you dig into the history of why, you know, people always ask me, why is it cream puffs at State Fair? Well, really, it happened with a vision through somebody through the WBA, and that happened in 1905, so more than 100 years. And really what it was is he wanted to showcase and highlight two very strong Wisconsin traditions, like I said, in baking and in agriculture, specifically the dairy side of things. And he thought, what a perfect way of marrying the two things together and bring it to the State Fair. That was the vision he had. So throughout the years, ingredients kind of stay the same. I know people, you know, as bakers, there's always cutting edge technologies of, hey, how do we reduce fat? How do we reduce sugar? How do we reduce all these things? But throughout the years, what always has stayed the same is that if you develop and deliver a quality product to people, it speaks for itself. So really throughout the years, we haven't changed the formula because why would we? It's a delicious cream puff. It's nostalgia. And we're not really in the business of trying to change that. 
And it seems apparent that folks love that original recipe. People love the cream puff. Can you share with us what are the numbers like these days? How many people are coming to the state fair and buying those cream puffs? What are you selling? I love the stat that we just told our staff, hey, everybody that walks through that gate coming to state fair, one out of every five people are going to buy a cream puff. You know, and, and that's kind of the average stat there. Obviously, some people are going to eat a little bit more or, or a little bit less, right? Right now in our bakery, each day we're going to be producing anywhere from thirty to 40,000 individual puffs. And throughout the fair, we'll, we'll produce right around, eh, it's going to be about 400,000 cream puffs we're praying for this year. A lot of it has to do with the weather. You know, we're both in the industry of weather affects a lot of things for us, right? I know that maybe the farmers are praying for rain, but sorry, farmers, please, for these 11 days, let's not pray for rain. Let's sell a lot of cream puffs. Now, when you look at the cream puffs numbers over the last couple of years, have you seen an increase here at the State Fair in the number of people who are buying those cream puffs? Has it been pretty steady over the course of time? What's that look like? So really, you know, in business, we're always trying to, uh, how do we sell more cream puffs, right? And through that, what we have decided is, and in fact, you know, there's going to be a brand new bakery being built here, you know, starting in, and I believe it's 2025. So what we're really trying to do as, a, as an organization is how do we, how do we keep it the original? I mean, the name says it itself. It's the original cream puff, right? But we, what we would really like to do is we have some flavors that we do throughout the years through, for, through some of our drive ups. So wouldn't it be a, a beautiful world where maybe we could offer some more variety with the cream puff? But really and truly, that number has really kind of stayed strong. And, and it's hard because of getting out of the pandemic. It's really hard to go back and look at historicals because that information has really, really turned itself you know, on its head a little bit. But for the most part, we've really stayed around that 400,000. Let's talk about the pandemic for a moment, because obviously that did have a significant impact on what you were able to do and how you went about selling those cream puffs. How did you ensure you were able to still sell those cream puffs and get them to the folks who really, really wanted them, but to do so in a safe manner. What did that look like? We had to be really agile. Any business and organization has to be agile. And that's a credit to, you know, the state fair and to the WBA. And my brother and I, we're the people that just make sure that we get cream puffs out the door. So credit goes to both organizations for coming through and really developing a plan. And, and really and truly kind of how it started was that, you know, there's only been a couple other times where cream puffs have not, or the fair hasn't, hasn't been here. So in a short period of time, what they decided to do was have drive-throughs and drive-ups. I got to give credit to my brother and, and Tim Gill. They really, really put their heads together and figured out how do we get cream puffs to people when a fair is not going on? And they, they figured out a way to do it. It wasn't easy. I'm sure they would say, I'm glad those days are behind them, but it really, uh, it was challenging to get cream puffs to people for that year, but they figured it out. What are the options that you have available right now for people to come here and get cream puffs at the fair? Is it they have to come in person? Is there takeout? Is there a drive-up option here at the state fair? What does that look like? So you can come to the main bakery here in the dairy. You can go to the to-go window right outside the bakery. Or you can come into the actual facility. And what's beautiful about the facility is you get to see the cream puffs being made. And that's one of the coolest things. I always tell our staff, hey, just remember, this is an event for a lot of people. This is the thing that they come to to see at the fair. So always remember that. Always have that smile on your face. So I always highly recommend people come on down to the building because you can actually see the product being made. But then there also, we do run uh, two what we call satellite locations, you know, on the north and the south end of the ground. So you can get them there as well if you just, hey, I want get my fix. I've seen the experience. I've seen how it's made. I just need to get the cream puff. So you can go there to get the cream puffs. And then also we, we do some in-town corporate deliveries as well throughout the week. And then we also have a drive-through that happens you know, in the mornings as well. So there's a lot of different ways to get cream puffs. Does it seem that the in-person option is the most popular option for people to come get their cream puff? 
I really like to dig deep into the whys of things. And there's this thing that happens when you get a group of people standing in a line and they're looking at the cream puff and they say, wow, these people must know something I don't. So let's all hop in line. And, and that's why I always say, please, please, please come to the bakery, hop in that line because you're not just waiting for a cream puff. Believe it or not, the line is the experience as well, right? Because you got like people coming together that all want the same thing. Post-COVID, you had the options for takeout and drive-up windows. Did you see an increase in that popularity post-COVID once we were on the other side of the pandemic? And do you anticipate that growing? Or do you think more people are going to come pursue that in-person option? That's a great point. And, and now that we're starting to get some data behind this, we did see through the drive throughs that the numbers were spiking and maybe they leveled off a little bit. But one thing we were doing for those drive-ups is that we were, we were having different flavors. And, and that's where really we got excited from a baking standpoint. My background is actually formulation. I always say I'm the mad scientist, the nerdy guy who's going to come up. People tell me, hey, we want this. Great. Let's go work on it. So yeah, I think we're starting to see a little bit of a, a leveling off with that. But one thing is for sure, the appetite for different flavors, it's out there. We've got to deliver it. Can you give us a picture of what the next week and a half of Wisconsin State Fair is going to look like for the Cream Puff Pavilion? I know in the past you've also had brownies and cookies. Is that still an option or are people just going to be focused on getting that cream puff? People are really just focused on getting that cream puff. But the beautiful thing is that the brownies have not gone away. So the Blue Ribbon Brownie can still be bought and purchased here down at State Fair. And what's really, really cool is that it's actually going to a great cause. So it's the Wisconsin State Fair Foundation is actually selling the brownies this year. And they're doing that through the milk house. So what better way? I I know cream puffs and brownies went extremely well together, but now you're going to get some milk and a brownie with it. So that's a perfect pairing. What do you think this year is going to bring as far as cream puffs go? You're hoping for that 400,000 number, or do you think it's going to go above that? Yeah, well, hopefully my staff isn't in earshot of me right now, but I'm always looking for more. So I think it's going to be a good year. So far, we're seeing, you know, maybe some other fairs and festivals are up from last year, which is good. But really, it comes down to Mother Nature. Mother Nature just needs to cooperate with us. I'm glad we got out of that heat spell, and the weather's looking pretty good coming up. I I think we're going to be trending upwards. And when people come to the Wisconsin State Fair, where can they find you and what are your hours? We have different hours for different ways of getting the cream puff, but please come into the building here. The building's open from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m., but the to-go windows are all open until the fair closes. So during the week, closed down at 10, and on the weekends, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's open till midnight. Is there anything else you would like to share, Colton? Just the fact that every time you bite into a cream puff, you are biting into Wisconsin tradition, right? You are biting into a legacy that the State Fair, the WBA, and a lot of Wisconsinites have worked really, really hard to bring to the fair. So please, please, please thank your baker. Thank the Wisconsin State Fair. And let's have a great fair. The cream puff is an icon at the Wisconsin State Fair, and you heard it, 400,000 people come out to enjoy a cream puff every single year. It's certainly something to enjoy, and more and more people bite into that deliciousness every year at the Wisconsin State Fair. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report.